to the Strip Down Know Nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether it's a garbage song or one in a million from I'll Be That Girl to Run in a Million. I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. Whether it's Brian's. a garbage song or one in a million from Hold My Hand to Brian Wilson, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. Brian William. <laughs> to Paul Harvey. That kid's freaking out. It's my co-host, Evan. Held together by nails and wood. It's my <laughs> co-host, Saker. The, the worst robots are the wooden robots. Are there wooden robots? Yeah. Um, like the Japanese Bunraku. Not Bunraku. Um, who the fuck are those? They're uh, Karakuri. The Ningyo. The, they're like little dolls. They're like the first robots because they're like automatons. And oh. they like they're it's all It's all like pegs and joints and like spinning wheels and fly belts and stuff but they're all wood and like How leather are and they stuff robo- robotic because they'll move like you can wind you can like wind up and it'll move around and do stuff and this is from like the edo it, period is a wind-up toy a robot i mean what's a robot to you what's a robot <laughs> what's a robot uh a robot is something that has a computer in it i think i wouldn't call a toy a robot but like i mean they could do multi- you could like program them they, they, like, by changing the wheels out and stuff you could make them do different things and yeah like- i guess it's a programmable thing right that's what a robot is okay um a robot is more than that robots have rights no but a, a, a robot is a machine i guess that's a machine right jesus okay Gosh, it was a long walk but i'm glad we took it together. you got me there yeah i think we could i think we could do better if we weren't apart oh man so a wind-up toy is a robot so what's not I a think, robot? I think they is have, a slinky they a robot? Be, they have to be programmable, right? So a wind-up toy in and of itself, if it just does one thing, I don't think is a robot, right? Wait, but isn't that what you just said? Well, no, because you could you can program these things. This, the Karakori Ningyo, you could, like, change their patterns of how they did it by moving the flywheels and what they did. Like, there's some that, like, drink and pour. There's, like, one that would deliver tea to you and pour tea, and you could program it to go to, wow. like, different parts of the room just by fucking with its, like, inners. Okay, innards. so then a slinky is a robot. How do you, you could program it to go downstairs. You could program it to go alone or in pairs. pairs. <laughs> I mean, you could do it. It could do a bunch of things. You could whip it. You could. I don't the, think so. Isn't that a program? No, no, Saker. <laughs> What's a robot? <laughs> What's a robot? I've forgotten now. Okay, so where does the line for you? What I liter- we literally defined it. Programmable. It's program it. it's progr- like um, something mechanical that's programmable. Okay, is a video game a robot? Um, uh oh! I don't think because it's a program, but it doesn't. It. I think they have to be physical too, right? So Are you like, saying a video game isn't physical? No, I mean like when you play the video game, right? It's happening in the computer, so it's a program. But say if there was a video game that controlled like a physical, because remember like the Nintendo Buddy or something like that? There wasn't that that robot you could program with the Nintendo? Uh oh, the Rob, yeah, yeah. robotic operating so buddy. That's a robot. Mm, okay. Okay. I think a robot has to be like a tangible thing in the real world that like moves around and does stuff, but you can control it with a program. Is my Xbox 360 a robot? No, no because it can't move around. Right. But there are parts inside of it that are moving. So now a robot needs to move around. I mean, think of think of a robot. What do you think of? HAL 9000, which can't move around. How's... That's an AI. Is an, an AI, AI a robot? If it has a physical body, Yes. A physical body? Whatever it takes, it's in is its physical body. Does it have to look like a humanoid? No. I mean, so so Hal can control the ship, right? So the ship is the robot. The ship is his body? Yes. Oh, okay. You just said that. So if my NES can control Rob, yes. the, is the NES the robot? Rob? Because it's controlling something that's moving. Right. What's You're, you're, you're trying to define like the nature of a soul, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I can't really... I don't know. Like, what is a soul... Are we robots? <laughs> oh fuck! We're programmable. I can pour tea. I can go across the room. We're robots. We're, oh I mean, we're essentially God. pneumatic robots, right? Because our muscles are driven by yeah. blood. Con- we're blood. analog robots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're on the same page. I guess. A computer. So everything's a robot. No. No, it's <laughs> That's not. That's what I got from this. <laughs> All right. Never a slinky mind. is not a robot. <laughs> but is a washing machine because it's moving things inside of it. Uh, yeah, I guess. But an Xbox isn't? It's spinning the disc. (laughs) (laughs) We're cutting hairs here. I hate this. All right. Forget (laughs) it. Made of nails and wood, that's me. 
Uh, oh, Ebo, uh, robots, prescient that we should even mention robots because we're in the robots album. Yeah. The silver balls and silver gears. Yeah, I think that's how we define robots. It has to have a has to have ball, has to have a ball, 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 ball bearings. <laughs> ball bearings. That's right. Very few things are robots, in yeah, fact. Exactly. Just a car, I think, is the only robot. Well, I mean, a lot of stuff has like like joints that need ball bearings. Like a lot of things have yeah. bearing joints. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah. Uh, did you were you ever into in Japan during the the uh bjd craze ball jointed dolls no oh oh okay real big maybe it was just big in america with weeaboo maybe that's tell me tell me about this they're just they're they're very realistic little haunted looking dolls (laughs) that you can dress up whichever way you want and the thing is they have they have ball joints on all of their like so they're very uh poseable and movable and people would bring them everywhere with them it was very much a lifestyle for a while Hmm. so Uh, they're like those like artist mackins like the little mannequins that like artists always have where they like they can like the little wooden yeah, guys that sort can of arrange. they were bigger than that but yeah i i, okay. I think the comparison maquette? is maquette i think is what they're called i don't know oh sure i think that's a pastry oh god I'd like one I maquette go please for a fucking maquette. oh my god pastries what would uh, a maquette be a maquette i think it's a uh a colorful uh-huh. uh cronut with wings Ooh, i was thinking more like a i, I got colorful like a colorful pastry yeah because it's a french pastry so it's light right sure so it's like a it's like a croissant but it's filled with like bavarian cream or something and, okay and but the croissant's colorful sure and it's got a, a little like squirp of like chocolate on top it's like ganache interesting is what i'm imagining a, yeah a, a maquette to be and it's very small they're very tiny okay like a pedophore do you are you expected to just eat one or well the french only eat one but americans will order like a dozen yeah and it's real gauche like that the, makes sense all the parisians like oh, fucking <laughs> so rude <laughs> salute so rude oh so rude i thought they were like salute like Americans, toasting us so rude. uh merci <laughs> en <gras. laughs> how much french do you know maquette uh je suis la jeune fille Lish. Oh, Muzzy! That's all I know. I'm a, I'm a little girl. Yeah. Was only... that Muzzy? Yeah, that was Muzzy. Je suis la Je grande Muzzy. La grande Muzzy. En deux, trois. Yep. God, I remember that. Muzzy commercials burned into my brain. Well, they were on between every show and Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon. forever. Yeah. Hooked on Phonics worked for me. Yes, that one as well. God, what other ones ran for years those campaigns never had got updates like mcdonald's would make a new commercial every month or two yeah but muzzy why why fuck with what's working i remembering it 30 years later so uh, do you think muzzy still exists oh yeah really do you think so i mean it didn't go away did it i I, I buddy like kevin james updated muzzy (laughs) uh muzzy still around baby now that it's 3d Holy shit. Oh my god, it looks terrible. Terrifying. Uh I uh, yes, it does. Uh <laughs> Jesus Christ, it looks horrifying. I I would love to find more muzzy pictures, please. Bring up more muzzies for me. Uh but it's a BBC show. Oh my god. Hey Googie. Oh boy, can you see Muzzy? Oh, nightmare man. Uh, he's a big boy. I mean, he now. never looked great. No, yeah, before he looked, but he looked very 70s and kind of warm. Yes. Uh now he looks horrifying and three-dimensional. He would give looks me like nightmares. like a fucking VeggieTales. Yeah, he definitely does. And listeners will put a uh link to Muzzy in the show. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Muzzy. If your kids want to learn I-, I like that they focused on like French. Um I mean that's I feel like that's the power move cuz like French was like the French is the language that everyone wants to like learn yeah. even though it's the least yeah, useful why? one. Yeah, that's very strange. Like you talk to you could I guess you could talk to eh, in an American context, I would say like in the three that like Latin, German, French, and Spanish were the ones that are offered in yeah. like high school. So like Latin would be the most use, loose, useless, useless unless you're going to med school, right? Right. That's everyone's like I'm going. I'm going to be a doctor. I'll learn Latin, or so there's the snootiest. And then French was the 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 modern day Latin, right? You could talk to Frenchmen and you could talk to like Quebecois. You think German was more useful than French? Oh no, actually German was less useful. Ger- German, say. I'd say, because yeah. French at least you can go down to Nolens. And talk or up to, to Quebec. Or up to Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. German, I'd say. And obviously, Spanish is the one that should, should be, be mandatory. mandatory. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we should all be learning bilingual Spanish yes, from absolutely. the beginning. From birth, yeah. Um, yeah, but... Yeah, just... I think French is the snootiest of yeah. all those. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But I, I can see why they picked French, because it's it's got the highest, you know, like, street fa- street cred. Yeah, so I can see why they went with French, as opposed to, like, German. Like, yeah. Ein Klatsch, the music. Ein, zwei, drei. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I wonder how many languages Muzi offers. 
I remember it just being like the four big yeah, biggie I boys. So. I don't I think so. I bet, I bet it does like Mandarin and uh, probably, nowadays probably Mandarin oh, and Russian yeah, for I, sure. I think Arabic that'd be cool. Oh, I like that. I should have learned Arabic back in the day. I was a fool not to. Yeah. I mean, oh well. Too late now. Did you have I any, never learned like, another did, language. Did you have any like relatives that spoke? Yeah, of course Lebanese? I did. Yeah. Like, is it Lebanese? Is that a, yeah. is that, a, well, is that I the mean, language? Arabic. Arabic. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, I never picked it up. My dad only swore at me in Arabic. That's the only Arabic <laughs> I know is, like, uh, which is chicken shit on a stick, oh, and uh, yalla yalla, hurry up, and majdoub, you idiot. So I, I know a lot of, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, there's a, a quick glimpse into Sager's childhood, and now it's time to talk about this week's song. <laughs> this week's song is called Narrow Streets, and if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. good it wasn't good i fucking loved that you enjoyed that okay that's oh, good man. i'm glad oof. you liked it ev oof, oof. it's important to me that you like things that we're doing yeah so i looked at the lyrics uh-huh and i'm like oh a kevin song oh because it's super specific sure it's about a very like neighborhood and the 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 chorus is just whoa oh oh over and over again <laughs> that i'm like struck you oh, as this has got to be a kevin song yeah Jim started singing and I was like what is going on oh boy my notes are just fuck <laughs> like seven years this was not what I expected and fuck that's a great intro like high energy bleeps and bloops reminds me of like a 60s Brit pop with like a bit of like electronica way up tempo okay oh Ty's just going crazy on those drangos yeah and the like the chip tunes cut in oh man give it to me i did i loved that i loved the driving beat i love how fast it was i love kev was so zippy it was playing a really neat medley like yeah, i think that one of, i mean i liked the song to begin with but like the fact that it was a gym song like it just blew everything i'd ever thought about jimmy boy out of the water like, interesting how so because his songs are either weird or like kind of maudlin right yeah so you've got like on the lookout, you've got like Peter Burr and the Kawarthas are like, I'm so sad that I have to leave my child. I love you so much. Right. And then you've got like, I want to eat some evil. <laughs> you know, like, this is like young Jim versus old Jim. Yeah. I want to yeah. take your head off and put a cow's head on it. Like, <laughs> and then like the Native American singers come in. Sure. Like, but this is like, I mean, if you stripped it down to be almost a punk song, like the, how up tempo it is, like I could see like if you stripped out the electronica, roughened up the guitar a bit and drums, this could be like a, no, a later no effects song. With these lyrics? NoFX sings about some pretty dad stuff nowadays. Really? Yeah, they're all dads. Okay. They've been dads for like 15 years. I thought, I agree with you on most of these points. We're at 145 BPM. I tracked it out. Oh, man. Which is so fucking fast. Love it. We're flying through. But you know what? I said this is a gym song ostensibly, but it's really a Thai song. He's taken the lion's share of the work on here, and he does some really cool stuff on it. Um, I love that. I thought it was a Ty and Kev song because, like those those bleeps and bloops. Yes, oh, for sure. God. But as far as the lyrics were concerned, I was so bored by them. Really? Yeah. He's just looking out his window and going, "There's a cat and there's a fence, and I love fences, but not really so much cats." Like <laughs> it's just like, what? It's so boring. You didn't think it was boring? Okay. Narrow so- streets, houses all in rows, front porch seats, seats, watching people go. Yeah. He's singing about his neighborhood, right? Yeah. So, for me, it really touched on, like, that, like, I guess, white middle class experience of, like... Very much. Buying, and I'm speaking to my privilege here, like, buying your first home and, like, that feeling you get when you're sort of out on your own, be it a home or an apartment or, like, anything like that where you're, like, you and your partner are going it alone for the first time and just, like, that sense of, like we're going to, we're going to do this to get, Oh my God, we're doing, we, we bought a house. We bought, you know, we got an apartment together. You know, this is a big deal. Like, and just like feeling the, the, the weight of the future and all the times you're going to share in this place. Like, I mean, I felt that when I was buying my current house, like, you know, I, uh, 
we were my partner and I were looking for homes and I'm like oh this is a nice one it's it's within our, within our price range yeah uh, not good starter home my partner just looks at me and goes why buy a starter home why not get it right the first time and I went yeah oh okay yeah we'll take it we'll take out a much bigger loan and yeah. we'll buy we'll buy the house we wanted and so we got that and you know it's a beautiful house much much better but you know we're gonna I'm gonna have it forever they're gonna roll me out of that house when I die yeah like, so like and I just thinking like I remember sitting in the house I was sitting on the porch swing and the house was empty because you know they had the former owner had moved out and we hadn't moved in yet but, but it was my house and i'm just sitting on the porch swing with like a beer and being like this is my fucking house like i'm gonna i'm gonna have a kid here you know like i'm gonna you know my partner and I are gonna be here like this is my neighborhood this is my house this is where i'm gonna be and just like that really resonated with me that and that's so, this song which is like all the promise of the future like a life lived together moving forward and just feeling in that moment and i, I totally is this song totally got me wow okay you explaining it like that makes me feel i don't know if that was i could see you putting your own your own thoughts and feelings into the song and well, i definitely literally says that I don't think it's a first time thing. I think he's appreciating his neighborhood, mm -hmm. but I don't think he's viewing it with the same eyes that you were viewing it. And this whole weight of the future thing that really makes me, I, I, I love. Well, he says, I want to make good time with you. Yeah. Do you like, think that's somehow like, like we're going to, we're going to make a life together here. We're going to have so many good times in this house. Yeah. Okay. Where the old folks take the time I want to make a time with you. I didn't have the idea that it was a first time, but I guess I want to make good time with you could mean that, huh? Sure. Um, well, do you want to know what this song is actually about? His neighborhood. Yes, but what inspired it or why it is... The, or doesn't do you he want say, it to be... He, he tells you at the selfie cam jam. He's like, this is a song about my neighborhood and here's my neighborhood. Here's where I live. So from the Spotify... I don't want to hear it if it makes a song... <laughs> if it makes anything bad. Um... They say that uh, Jim's a fan of guitar riff rock in the Spotify thing, which obviously mm -hmm. it rules. Um, it was written after Jim is on a Facebook community page for his neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And on the Facebook community page, people were fighting about something about the neighborhood. And he thought like, why are we, isn't this neighborhood beautiful? Why are we fighting? And he, so he wrote this song like, Look at look at how much we share together. Look at so this wasn't Aww. really for himself. It was about like I think that we could be better off if we were together, right? Like we need to we need to be yeah. a neighborhood. Um, so it's not bad. Yeah, that's good. It's but like deep, I, a deepening sense of community. I think age. that that fed my understanding of it. Where if I viewed it with your eyes, I would have been like, "That's beautiful." Maybe I would have liked this song a lot more. But for the fact that for me it was built off of a Facebook post <laughs> makes me feel it cheapens it a little bit for me. Well, I don't know. I think that this song was just it was a breath of fresh air because i'm so fucking tired of hey wife we've been married for 40 years yeah. let's keep being together yeah i like, agree and this was just such it's such a departure from the previous songs yeah like i felt like this but, and the kev song are the two songs like but, i'm so was, tired of ed i was gonna say I, I am also tired of ed but the kev song was also about hey wife we've been married such a long time yeah, but <laughs> like, he, he put such a different spin on it sure yeah. absolutely and i'm not saying i want every song to be like that but we don't have to do quote jim we don't have to just look out the window and write about what we see like that's so <laughs> it feels lazy the song rules like i think it's like the the, the tempo is great i felt like the quality of jim's voice was not great no i didn't think he was interesting in the song at all his voice is not great uh, his voice is fine in the song on the album i think We'll get to it later, but like the other versions where his voice is fronted more, not not yeah, good. Yeah, he doesn't have a powerful voice. Yeah, yeah, but I think that I don't know. I think that it 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 really it really jived with that DIY punk aesthetic that yeah. I kind of felt in the song. That it was kind of rougher and more less produced voice yeah. vocally. If he had come on, come in with this song and played it like Peterborough on the Kawarthas, where it was just like a slow kind of mellow mm -hmm. mid tempo song. I would have hated it. Yeah. Absolutely hated it. But you're right. I think I think the the instrumentation saves it from doom. I think yeah, I think it's the it's Kevin Ty really make this song for yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. yeah. It seems like a gym song, but it's not. Uh the Spotify thing also says uh Ed says his name is uh Community Cregan. Uh he <laughs> he writes a lot about his surrounding area. He says this is a Google map to Jim Cregan's home. If you like <laughs> look at all the things and you like right in the middle of all that in Toronto would be his house. Um yeah, that's that's. I thought it was a cute little explanation of the song, um, but uh, but I agree. I think that one thing that stands out for me more than anything else in this whole song, and what truly does make it a tie song for me, mm -hmm. is the solo. Holy shit, that solo, that guitar solo, mm -hmm. is incredible, isn't it? Mm -hmm. 
Ty doing the guitar? So, so, so I don't know because you see it live, and it, Jim's doing the guitar. Well, what what happened is when they did the song, Ty tracked a solo with his mouth. He's going like, and then Kev went over it with a guitar solo. But you can still hear if you listen. Ty's mouth things are still in the song. Didn't under the, even you didn't, realize that. No, the part where the guitar goes, burn it, burn yeah. it, you could hear Ty doing it, going, going full Jack up. Black on it. Yes, he's Jack Black in this song. Oh, he's perfect. jacking it so hard in this <laughs> song. Um, but yeah, it's it's Ty screaming. Once you go Jack, you never get it back. <laughs> it single-handedly made the song for me, and oh, I nice. just said last song. I don't like guitar solos, but this fucking turned it around for me. Like, I thought this was so cool and so fun. Um, yeah, man. Uh, it, it's 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 a gym song in name only. Kev does an amazing job. Ty does an amazing job. Mm-hmm. And I think Ed even does the bass yeah, yeah, live. Yeah, and he fun. does a good job, too. Yeah. And, I mean, Jim does good on the guitar, too. Yeah. He's fine. He's okay. He's fine. He's no big deal. Damning with faint praise. <laughs> um. Yeah, what else? There, there was a that hyper specificity to the second verse that I thought was so weird because he's going from like everybody sitting on porches to the second verse, which is like, uh, get off on Dundas, turn left on Queens, <laughs> go down Strawn Road, and you'll be at my house. Yeah, for like, me that was slowly coming to know your neighborhood better. Oh, okay. Like you, you move in, you don't know anything, you don't know anybody, and then you become slowly threaded into the community. Yeah. Just one more strand in a tapestry of beauty. (laughs) And in between Dundas and Queen, get off that strong, spread the blankets on the lawn. Sure, you look like you didn't buy what you just said. Oh no, man, I'm totally into it. (laughs) Okay, you know me. Always agreeing. You're a gym simp. That's what I've always <laughs> said about you and always will say about you. Yeah, man. That Jimmy. That Jimmy. <laughs> he could eat the world. Um, didn't like the, <laughs> didn't like the scatting. Didn't like that. Well, uh, uh, oh, well, liked uh, it, liked uh, it, liked it. You did. Well, uh, uh, you usually don't like scatting in songs. I know. What turned you around on this? Uh, follows my principle. It was good. It was good. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> that makes sense. I liked it because I it was good. I hate that you no longer have to explain anything. <laughs> well, how can I explain? How can you explain what? Like, the quality of it. The, uh, you know, I liked the notes. <laughs> I liked the... Yeah, all that. Because we agreed that Jim's voice is not great in this song. Yeah. So what made that part great? Uh, the harms? Sure. The chicken harm. Chicken, chicken harm at Gramelius. Hey. hey, welcome to Gramelius. Get over here. Harmer, I tried to even touch you. <laughs> hey, what are you calling me a chicken for? Hey. <laughs> hey, just make fucking observational humor on what people are ordering. <laughs> oh, I see you got the manicot. What's the manicot with you? Nothing, I don't know. <laughs> What's a manicot with you? Sucks. Fettuccine Alfredo, I hardly fettuccine knew her. What? He just makes the same He's joke. Not even comprehensible anymore. <laughs> Spaghetti, aren't Jalapeno poppers. <laughs> what am I, a cop? Mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticking out my ass. Okay, yeah, you need to take a five minute break. Guy, he just gets <laughs> Starts crying on stage. When you hear Grammarly. Oh, man. Ugh. Um, yeah, they treat you like they treat you like you treat your grandparents when they when you, they come for like Thanksgiving. Yeah. So yeah. with respect, yes, but also a little bit of distance because you know they say and do things that ne- don't necessarily like track with yeah. modern sensibilities. But you know they're your grandparents and they're kind of set in their ways. You gotta respect them. You gotta you gotta show them at least not deference, but you know they've been through a lot. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm with Steve you, Steve. Absolutely. Steve. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, that's everything I had about this song. What else? There uh, are some other versions we could talk about. Yeah, but... yeah. I've got <sighs> nothing. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's talk about the other versions. Um, you want to talk about Persuasions first? Which one? The lo- CBC Music Live or the album version? Uh, they sounded kind of similar to me. We could talk. I've watched them both. Yeah. Um, I, I did, uh, instead of the guitar line, we have the sort of scatting at the beginning which do, is like do 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 i thought that that like the song really it, the song really suffered from having like the 
electronica stripped out of yeah. it and like being underproduced. Yeah, and, and I think it lost a little bit of speed too, and mm-hmm. the punkiness of it was mm-hmm. certainly to its credit. Yeah. Um, but I do think that the harmonies kind of improved parts of the song. Yeah, the the, the persuasions are usually group, but I, I just. I think fronting Jim's voice, like his, it's like a Kev situation where he can't stand up to the persuasions, right? The persuasions are vocalists. Yeah. And he is just, he's a bassist. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. So I wonder why they chose this song to be one of the dozen songs. I mean, it's a great fucking song. I would have chosen it too. It's one of yeah. my favorite BNL songs, but I don't know if I would have slowed it down and put a doo-wop beat to it. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but then again, they put Don't Shuffle Me Back into don't there. Don't Shuffle well. Me Back. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't even hey, a very good lady song. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. The, you know what I started noticing with the live versions of Selfie Cam? <laughs> uh, the transition into the second part of the chorus is so jarring because they start like just doing chords that sound sound like they don't jibe with the rest of the song. Like they're trying to get from part A to part B, so they had to work in this weird chord structure to get hmm. there. But I listened to it again. Maybe it was just me. I don't know. I'll put it right in here so you can hear it. Find a better place to start in this downtown neighborhood. Held together by Nelson Wood. Where the old folks take their time. I want to make a time with you. Jim sounds like he's had some practice singing this song yeah. since the album. Are we which, still talking about the persuasion version? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which totally tracks for me because like that happens all the time for my band. Like we'll record a song from the album, and then once I do it live a dozen times, I'll be like, "This is how it should have always been. I should have mm-hmm. put the stress here or held off here." And it sounds like the song's a little different from the live, mm-hmm. you know, practice that Jim yeah. has put into it. But you know what? They cut the guitar solo. Mm-hmm. They fucking add some piano ramblings. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it needs to be what it was. Yeah. Put it back. Yeah. Shuffle it back. Shuffle it back. Shuffle, Shuffle back. it back. <laughs> um, Selfie Cam Jam? I liked it. Um, again, it, it suffered from being stripped down. Like, I liked, like, the little, like, gallery short that Jim opened up in. Yeah, I that was cool. His, na- his neighborhood has, like, a little pocket park. That's, so like, cool. Artists it's got to be the richest fucking neighborhood yeah, in Toronto. I, it's got to be some, like, small, you know, it's a, it's a downtown neighborhood full of hipsters. Yeah. Right. So, but it was cool. I thought that was neat. Yeah. Um, did you notice Ty was doing a little bit of the persuasions baseline on this one? He was like the bob up, bob up. Yep. So like as that- he stared down the fucking barrel of the camera, yeah, <laughs> just like dead eyed stare for you. But it's interesting that that has sort of become the canon of the song. Like they've they've sh- they've shuffled the persuasions into the deck here, right? Yeah. yeah, I guess. I mean, I wish they'd. I wish that Kev had played electronica instead of that piano again. Me too. Um, like. Man, that the camera was not kind to Jim in the opening though. Like where it, like, it's shooting like down at him, and he looks super skeletal, and he, oh. you can see like the dandruff on his black shirt. Oh, and I was like, oh man, I didn't well, notice that. But then I'm like, eh, you know, it's a real raw, a raw take. Like usually you see him like kind of up on stage and produced and far away, but like it's good to see that he's a human being too, yeah. instead of like a you know an ancient vampire, yeah. <laughs> right. you know, who walked yeah. the earth with Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, there's a fun piano solo, but still no tie. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I need that guitar solo. And then, Kev pulls an Ev. Right at the end of the song. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, Meryl Streep's. Yes, he calls the song Meryl Streep. I know. I Kev. I, I just wrote down. Kev does what I do. <laughs> I'm perfectly validated. Like an exclamation point. <laughs> this is Meryl Streep's. Take five thirty-seven. <laughs> it's. It is so. When I heard that, I freaked out for a moment. I was like, "This is. They're the same." Evan Kev. Oh man, if I could be any BNL boy, it would be Kev. Uh, yeah, I think I except would for, too. Except for the cancer part. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I wouldn't have to go. I wouldn't want to go through that. But knowing that everybody thinks he's the funniest and the flirtiest and the best cook or whatever the fuck it was, like, he seems like the winner. Yeah. Of the B- BNL boys. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, live. Uh, watched a couple of these. They were all kind of samey. Um, mm-hmm. Ty does his mouth solo live, which I really, really, really enjoyed watching. That's truly all that matters to me anymore <laughs> in my life is Ty's mouth solo. Um, they take a little break on rusty garage doors, like all the instruments stop when, mm-hmm. when Jim pulls that out, which was cool. And it goes beep, beep, <laughs> like a truck backing up. They do. They, Jim they insists on it. They have a dump truck solo. <laughs> <laughs> they back one onto stage. Um, I would. This seems like just a really fun song to see live. Yeah, I'd love to see this one live. I wish they would play it. Yeah, maybe they I will. Got, we got to see uh, all uh, a lot of Ed's pinball machines. Uh, and, uh, selfie cam jam. Yes, he was got in to his see pinball, his pinball room. room. Jurassic Park, X Men. Was it like 
Space Invader. I don't remember. I don't remember either. But yeah, they're real cool. Oh, I can't turtles, wait for Ninja Turtles. We've not hit Silver Ball yet. We've not hit it's the, like titular... the. It's like the second to last song, isn't it? That's so wild that they would save it for for the end. End. It's in the pole position, like because there's a Kev song after, but we know the Kev song's gonna be like. I want to go <laughs> down by the river. I remember my time that I was there with my future. It's called tired of fighting with you. I can't imagine Kev ever fighting with anybody. That's so sad. Yeah, he got tired of fighting. And oh, then and then he ne- gave up. He never fought. <laughs> this is a song about him. Oh, can we not fight? <laughs> him at seven. I'm exhausted. His last fight, yeah. Oh. Um, but that's all I had for this song. Did you have anything else? Don't shuffle me back. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, Ev, mm. I think it's time for you to tell me what rabbit is this song. This rub s rabbit is, uh, of course, the rabbit from the 2015 Neil Blomkamp movie starring Dion Twerd and Huge Act Man. Yeah, Chappie, Chappie, Chappie. Chappie. I didn't see Chappie. Nor did I. Okay. Was well, how do you think it was? Let's <laughs> speculate. Uh, mediocre. Okay. I think reviews. that's probably true too. Yeah. Wait, is Neil Blomkamp the same guy who did District Nine? Yeah. Yeah. He does a lot of uh, uh, outsider movies. Well, he's like a South African director. Like he's he's like a because the movie's set in Johannesburg. Okay. Yeah, just like District Nine is, I think. I think so too. Yeah. So um, so yeah, Chappie is a Chappie is a like RoboCop. Okay. Basically, because they are replacing like the police with robot police. Okay. Which is, I guess, good and bad, right? Uh, no, I, I think it's like, all bad, right? Well, I feel like. Depending on, you know, if we're like a garbage in, garbage out situation where like the the robots are like programmed by racist people. Yes. They'd be racist robots. But like, I don't know if you could get to where their algorithms were fundamentally like where they, sure. just, they just follow the law and treated everybody the same. Yeah. I feel like it would get rid of a lot of the problems that we have with cops. Right. Y- yeah. If you could make a completely unbiased. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But you'd also have to build a lot of like like fuzzy logic into the system too because we don't want to be caught for every crime right it's like why they people hate traffic cams sure like universally despise traffic cams like because there was a traffic cam by my house and like everyone like fucking wrote city hall until they took it down so wait so what do you mean we'd have to program in fuzzy logic because you know like you go 66 on the highway and the robot pulls you over oh i see okay sure writes you a ticket for 75 bucks yeah that sort of thing so like you know it'd have to be they'd have to be more human they have to be a bicentennial man they'd have to be a champion oh no okay all right anyway these uh these terror robot these robots are the bad kind of police robots okay and one of the creators of the robots uh played by i don't fucking know his name some dude okay Uh, his name is dion in the movie and he develops a remote weapons platform he's like what why are we doing all these AIs? I got like a programmable drone that can like shoot people. Okay. Why don't you pay attention to this? So he takes like one of the old robots and he's like, I can like, improve on this. And so he gives like the broken robot, like uh, a prototype human intelligence. And then he's taking it to his house to work on it or some shit. And he gets like kidnapped by Deantward, like <laughs> the gang. Okay. Yeah. So like Ninja and Yolandi Vasser are like playing themselves, I guess. That rules. Yeah. Because they can't, they're like one of those things where like, I don't know. I'll be in the movie, but I have to have I have to be called my own name. <laughs> like, I won't answer to anything. I won't else. understand. <laughs> yeah, so I can't do a South African accent, but and I won't try because I bet I'd be racist. Yeah, um, probably. Yeah, I guess if you're doing a white, only the white accent of South Africa. Yeah. It's like a, it's yeah, like we a, do. It's like a Dutch, Germans and Italians, yeah. and we could do. Yeah. I don't want to try. Yeah. <laughs> in any case, hey, what? I'm hey, from South hey, Africa. It's me, I'm, Ninja. I'm I'm the Ninja from South Africa. <laughs> Uh, my life is like a video game. Uh, boy, Dionward, right after this movie, I think, got themselves in some serious shit, right? Well, I'm sure they're, because they, I mean, they're, they're, like, Persona were just, like, South African white trash, basically. Well, was it, it they, like, some real, real bad, like, wasn't it, like, sexual assault? Oh, or? I'm sure. They yeah. seemed, they seemed like a, uh, basket of, of problematic things, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems, uh, seems pretty bad. I do like the 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 in the ninja, ninja song where he talks about how cool his song is. Yeah, Fuck, this is the coolest song I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> I do. I love their music. Yeah, yeah. Which I it's mean, very very self aware of how stupid it is. So anyway, uh, Deontward uh, gets Chappie, and he's like a little scrappity robot, right? So he gets threaded into the neighborhood of their like downtown Johannesburg shit show, yeah. uh, run by gangs or something. Because this is like not Johannesburg as it is, but like Detroit 
pre-RoboCop Johannesburg, right. right? That sort of situation. So um, their date gang is in debt to this gangster named Hippo. And uh, <laughs> uh, Chappie's battery is running down, so he's only got days to live. Um, and so he, they like convince him that they need him to like steal cars to make money so they can replace his battery, but they can't replace his battery. Oh, I see. So, uh, and then to toughen him up, uh, Ninja takes him to it and just leaves him in like a fucking street and he gets beat up by gangsters. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I think that we'd be better if we weren't apart. Right. Yeah. So Chappie gets back together with the, the gang and they, they, he, they forgive or he forgives them after they teach him uh, martial arts. Cool. This movie seems like it rules. It's a it's a pretty crazy movie. And then, um, so they try to they the the company finds out about Chappie and try to shut him down. But what happens is Chappie, since he's like a prototype AI, actually is able to like get into the system and uh, download his consciousness into a new robot body. Okay. And he can also take other like mimic other personalities. Oh. And um, because Yolandi like sacrifices herself for him at the end or something like that, and uh, you find that there's like a USB drive with her name like mommy's personality on it or something like that and, okay uh, so she can get a robot body at the end um, oh neat yeah so he has the ability to like download his consciousness into any robot form that's cool yeah just like jim can download himself into any neighborhood sure absolutely <laughs> he's rich enough to do it i feel like this is a stretch on this one but i well, like it's a it. weird a weird movie for a weird song right yeah Chapp- okay chappy is scrappy right and just like just like chappy the movie and everything like this song is just a scrappy little song like Chappie gets threaded into the neighborhood in the, with the with the gang. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean it's a it's it's you know. So yeah, it's sort of a neighborhoody movie, huh? And, yeah, and like the um, like the street name, like Dundee and St. John or whatever the fucking street <laughs> name. Those sound like jo- streets in Johannesburg. <laughs> Queen was the second one. Yeah, which Queen I guess would be a, yeah, yeah Queen and Dundee, right? All right, sure. Um, yeah, okay. That's a, I, you know what? When have we not stretched in this podcast? I feel like that stretch is a good stretch. Dev Patel plays Dion. Dev Patel, yes. Um, I didn't realize how many stars were in this movie. Hugh Jackman, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Anderson Cooper. Stars. As, as Knight himself. Of, Knight of stars. Ninja. Yolandi <laughs> Foster. Um, so, I must ask, of course, Chappie versus the Iron Giant. <laughs> I think Chappie would win. What? Because he can download his consciousness into any robot body so he downloads himself an iron giant yeah i guess is that what you're saying he, it'd be chappy the iron giant with chappy's personality okay so he just writes over the iron giant Yeah, he, he erases the iron giant so for the last seven songs or whatever are we imagining it's chappy in the iron giant's body <laughs> no no because they're like now entering the ring chappy and they like this like fucking broke ass robot like janks into the arena and then it just collapses and the iron giant like grabs its head and goes no or vin diesel just goes no right uh, I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> and he just keeps yelling, I'm the Iron Giant. I am the Iron Giant. No, 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 no. I don't remember how Chappie talks. I've never seen the movie. Yeah. So. But I'm saying. Oh, I'm Chappie. For toe to toe, for the next song, mm-hmm. does Rosie the robot from the Jetsons go up against Chappie in the Iron Giant's body? Yes. Okay, so from now on, he's in the Iron Giant's body. Until he takes a new form. Until he takes a new form. <laughs> Got it. Okay, sure. That makes sense. Cool. Wow. Um,. Yeah, I guess he would, huh? I mean, we just talked about hacking last episode mm-hmm. and how that would come around eventually. Guess what, buddy? It we did. We got the hacky robot. We got the hacky robot. Looks like uh, Narrow Streets is going to make it. Meryl Streeps. Uh, Meryl I cannot believe that happened. <laughs> but Ev, now it's time to rate this song. <laughs> Ev, as usual, we rate this song to scale of very negative fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. And the fewer clothes the song is wearing, the better. No musanu de patrioni. Ev, how do you rate this song? Ah, it's time for my operation. Oh, no. You have butterfly heart. No, worse than that. Oh, no. You're a wear gun. (laughs) I got lickety fingers. Uh Uh-oh. No. I go and you see me. I'm I'm all, I'm wearing like my business wear. So I'm in a button down shirt with a tie. I'm going, it's like I'm walking, going to a wedding or a funeral. So I get in my car, drive. I usually take my shoes off in the car, but I don't do it this time. Okay. I'm wearing them all. So uh, I got a hat on. I almost never wear a hat. And it's kind of cold outside. So I got a, I got my like overcoat on. I've got a you know, stocking cap on. And I pull up outside of this unmarked like uh, medical building. It okay. just says medical building on it. <laughs> and I like look around. And I uh, there's people picketing out front. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing it's specific. Got, it's just got a um, like a human body with like the no sign over it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like a, just a just like a uh, um, like the Da Vinci man. 
Sure. You know, with like the, the six Vitruvian arm. man. The Vitruvian, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. So it's like got with the, the no on it. Yeah. And uh, so I go <laughs> and then um, so I go through the picket lines. I've got my 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 uh, trench right coat up. thing okay. pulled up so that no one can see my face. I go inside and uh, there's a receptionist waiting there and, and uh, he looks at me and I look at him and he's like, are, are you ready? And I said, yep, I'm ready. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm, yes. Yes, I'm sure. And I go in and there's like an operating table and there's the, the harsh lights and there's a um, somebody standing looking away with scr- with like scrubs on and they've got their hands up like a surgeon and they're like, they're just washing and uh, you hear and they say, you sure you're ready for this? And I say, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Shitty bedside manner, by the way. Well, <laughs> they keep asking you if you're ready. Well, you I mean, sure? this is a big, this is a big life choice. Okay. All right. So uh, I lay down on the table I'm and I invested. go, <sighs> and uh, he goes, do you want, do you want to be uh, sedated? And I said, no, no, I want to be awake for all of it. And he goes, are you sure? I said, yeah, yeah. I want to see him come off. And uh, he takes out, like turns around to Jim Cregan. He's got rubber gloves on. He's got the uh, uh, surgeon's mask on, takes a scalpel, like, scalpel and he hands the scalpel and he just takes it and runs it down the side of my uh jacket and mm-hmm. he just peels it away and mm-hmm. you can see my undershirt and he goes is that good i go no neuter and he just cuts off my shirt slowly peels it back He's like is that enough no neuter and he cuts cuts my slits oh, my belt no. takes my belt off t- cuts down my uh my paint my work pants pulls them off so i'm just socks and shoes and he's like on uh, socks shoes and boxers he goes it's a He's like mopping the sweat on his brow. <laughs> Is this enough? No, neuter. No, no. So he gently takes my shoes off. I can't. I, I've never gone this far. Nude. I want to be Jesus fully nude. Christ. Takes my socks off, pulls my pants off. He's like, uh, okay, we're gonna do it. He just rips my boxers off. I'm like, yes, yes, here I am. This is me. <laughs> and I like pull up. I never felt so much like me before. All my clothes are gone. I run out on the street. I'm fully nude. The protesters are like, no, no, boo, boo. I'm like, fuck you. This is how I want to be. This is me. I'm running down the street fully nude in the winter. This is it, man. This full song's fully nude for me. This was a fully Jim nude. Jim took off all my clothes for this. Holy I fucking shit. love this song. It's on my mix. Good lord. I can't, I can't in good conscience give anything that's going to be on my mix anything less than fully nude. Wow. So this is on there with Summertime currently and uh, Jerome. Oh my god. And also... Um, what? Everything from Stunt and Preview. No, <laughs> no, no. Like a... Maybe Katie, and then what's the other one I really liked? Some fantastic. Some fantastic, and, and upside down. Upside down. Those are those are all my mix. Those oh, are okay. all my mix. All Got them. Right. All right. Wow. I and I can follow you down some of those avenues. I can follow you down some fantastic or upside down. We, I think we were nude together, sword mm-hmm. fighting with those. But mm-hmm. for this one, I think this You're is. You're out there fucking protesting, you piece of shit. I might be one of the Vitruvian men. Uh, you know what? I Put am. Put on some clothes. Put on some clothes. No nude. No nude. No it's dicks me for the dickin'. And no dick for the dickin'. My, <laughs> it's me and my fellow uh, guilty remnant members. We're wearing all white. We're picketing outside of the. Uh, of course, you're in all white. The hospital and um, uh, medical building. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's I want to show. Hospital. I want to show up. It's here. not legally Sorry. allowed to call itself Medco. a hospital. Medco. Yes, it's Medco, le- the medical building. The fucking conservative supermajority <laughs> in the Ohio House has made them unable to. They have to have a full time medical like hospital admission privileges. Got it. Okay. This is you know rights being taken away. So um, my body, my my clothes, my choice. I don't I think yell. so. No, for me, you should be clothed all the time. In fact, I've drawn shorts onto my Vitruvian man. I can't even stand having it naked on my picture, on my, my sign. Um, so I'm, I'm picketing out there, but you know what? Someone pulls up in a car right next to me, a, a Bronco, a white Bronco, <laughs> and I expect it to be OJ. Shoot your clothes off. <laughs> but it's not. Who gets out but Ty Stewart? And I say, wait a sec. You're one of the bare naked ladies. And he says, get in. And I say, uh, yes, sir, Mr. Stewart, sir. And I get in. I'm wearing my long sleeve white shirt, my long white pants. And he says, we're going to fucking party tonight. <laughs> and he takes me oh, to. What a, what a great abduction. Oh, absolutely. All the rest of my guilty remnant members are confused and concerned. But me and Tyler go out. We go to a bar. We fucking take shots off of a woman's navel. And we fucking throw back margaritas and daiquiris <laughs> and Guinnesses. Those margs. We do, uh, we do what, what he calls a uh, uh, rainbow after the storm. Which is uh, you chase a Guinness with an entire daiquiri, <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
So we're doing all this stuff. If and you like pina coladas, that's where you chase a pina colada with another pina colada. <laughs> that's right. Uh, we're having uh, we're having parties. We're we're going to bridges. Uh, my friend Evan, we pick him up, we shoot him, and throw him off a bridge because this <laughs> oh, night is no. getting fucking debaucherous. Uh, you know, my clothes are coming off as the night goes on, and I wake up in the morning, and all I have is like uh, I, I'm wearing my underwear. And I have a Ty Stewart mask on, like a plastic mask, and I have bags of money that have the dollar sign on them. Oh, did you go to like a Dutch party? I think Alex was there. What happened, Alex? <laughs> uh, what happened? Like the news is playing, and it's like in other news, a gang robbed the J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, <laughs> and so I'm realizing this was an insane night. Um, but you know, it's just it's Ty saved this song for me. Ty did so much work on it. He fucking stripped me nude, got me drunk. What about Kev? Was Kevin there? Kev shows up at some point? Uh, I think that's like the stinger at the end is uh, <laughs> I turn away from the TV and the news reporter winks at me and pulls up their mask. <laughs> it was Kev the whole time. You've been you've been Meryl Streep this whole you've time. You've been Meryl Streep. Uh, yeah, it's a good song. And F, on a good song note, we're going to head to commercial. We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Good Ladies podcast. <laughs> Hi, Ev. What's your Achilles peel? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, my Achilles peel is maybe an orange. I have trouble with those. Or is it Achilles peel the easiest one to peel? Well, isn't that only... like from the story where, like, you know, he's attacking Troy and then, like, he slips on that, that peel and then they're able to kill him because he's on the ground? Yeah, it's the thing that kills you. Yeah. It should be an orange for me. Okay. Right, the, right, the, right. The fruit, the fruit, the Achilles The peel. fruit that kills you. Yeah. Or anything with a peel, right? Yeah, I guess other things have peels, don't they? What else has a peel that's not a fruit? You can get an acid peel on your face. Yeah, skin. Anything with, like, a, anything with a skin, right? You can peel. You can peel. Sure. Pudding? Yeah, the skin on pudding, you can you can peel that right off. That's yogurt. an Achilles peel. That's an Achilles peel. <laughs> For sure. What's, uh, I don't know, what's your what's your Achilles peel? Oh, God. Um, Actually, what's your Achilles peel? Ooh, ooh. Uh, that would be with an E or an A. Uh, that would be Blue Steel, the look from... Uh, <laughs> oh, Zoolander. <laughs> sure. There's a, a millennial reference. That knocks you dead every time. Yeah. Did you ever watch Zoolander 2? I did. Did you like it? There were parts of it that were commendable. Yeah, okay. They're mostly in a, in a otherwise unfun. Yeah, okay. That's uh, I watched Zoolander 1. I'd never seen it before. Just watched it last year. thought it was great. I like flipped around in Zoolander 2. I was like, this movie looks like shit. I watched like 10 minutes of it, and mm-hmm. it seemed bad. There were some good stuff in it. Uh, there were some good stuff. There were some good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's your Achilles? Squeal. <laughs> oh, my Achilles squeal. Um, the delight of uh, running up to someone during a concert, shoving the mic in their face, and hearing them giggle. Oh, That's my yeah. Achilles squeal. The, when you're playing StarCraft 3 late at night and... Uh, Korean goes Zerg Rush, ki 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 ki. Oh, that's your Achilles squeal. He goes ki 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 like a monkey. Um, what's your Achilles kneel? Kneel womp count, obviously. Oh, that's a good chappy. He knocks you dead every time. Oh, what's your Achilles feel? Oh man, my Achilles feel is like uh, soft cotton. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Like the like the soft cotton blend shirts. Yeah, like a nice T-shirt you buy. Yeah, yeah. My t-shirts, my t-shirts don't fit me so much anymore. I think I've gotten a little, I mean, I put on about 10 pounds since the beginning of quarantine. Yeah. And like under my armpits, they're tight now, which is weird because my shoulders haven't gotten broader. Every pair of pants that I own is super tight. I've heard somebody call it the COVID-19, which I really like that as yeah. a little yeah. huge that sounds, like a, that sounds like a humor phrase. Yeah, it kind of does. Um, what's it's your... Covered in shit floating <laughs> down from the top. What's your Achilles reel? Ooh. ooh. What's the realest thing that <laughs> upsets you? God, the realest thing that upsets me. Um... I guess my own the Israel Palestine cuff. <laughs> That's pretty fucking terrible. I was gonna say that broader than that, like my own like internalized racism and privilege. Sure. Because I get you know I know I am racist and privileged, and like it bothers me that sure. I'm still that way. Sure. Even Absolutely. though I try to grapple with it. Yeah. Okay. How about you? My Achilles reel. Yeah. Fishing. Fishing reel. Oh. You know who else what's loves? Your, what's your Achilles? <laughs> what's your Achilles deal, man? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Um. I have no segue for this, but I want to talk about Got It Memorized. <laughs> because Got It Memorized is now a different show. It was a Kingdom Hearts podcast. It became a Final Fantasy X podcast. And when they finished that, now it's a Twin Peaks podcast. That's right. Got It Memorized. Twin Peaks Season 1, Number 4, Rest in Pain. Uh, they're working their way through Twin Peaks an episode at a time mm. after having talked about a bunch of video games. <laughs> what a strange podcast. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> Brothers, sisters, I mean, like, yeah, I mean speaking, of, speaking as one of the co-hosts on the most self-masturbatory podcast in the biz. We're doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for ourselves. Double-handed. Double-handed. That's right. Reach around. We call it IABD colon the reach around. <laughs> colon, colon. Hold on. Let me do an SAT question here. IABD is for the reach around as sports is the football. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I love Twin Peaks. Are you a Twin Peaks fan? Um, I've never seen it. Really? My partner and I watched 20 minutes of the first episode, and it was, we, we, wanted, we always wanted to watch it. Yeah. Always going to watch it, and then we decided to do it like, we're like, oh yeah, we're, we have plenty of time when we're, uh, you know, when we're home on maternity leave, and, like, maternity leave, we'll, you know, we'll watch it during that, like, six-week period. Sure. And then we watched, like, the first time, and it's like, no, 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 we have to pay way more attention to this than, like, our, like, you know, baby brains can right. handle. So, like, we'll get back to it. Wow. We just never have. It seems like a show that you would both, that your partner especially, would fucking adore. Right? It's weird as shit. I know. It's smart. I know. It's well written. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And Got It Memorized covers it every week. That's right. Got It Memorized comes out every Tuesday only on the Orange Groves Podcasting Network. That's where we're at right now. <laughs> Welcome back to It's All But Not American Ladies Podcast. Now is the time of the show when we spin the wheel. Oh, man. I should have added that to a fucking song. Like what? Scatman Crothers, like, talking over it, like, just extra... Narrow streets. <laughs> Just constant. If everything old is new again, score a scene from media with this song. Hmm. Narrow streets. So this has to be, I think this is, usually we do montages, mm-hmm. but I think this is an introduction where we're getting introduced to the characters in the neighborhood. It's some movie or TV show where like, you know, New York is the fifth girl in Sex and the City. <laughs> like it was something where like the, the neighborhood is such a big part mm-hmm. of, of the so like Sesame Street, narrow Sesame Streets. <laughs> That's, That's right. a possibility. There we go. It's a Muppet. It's a Muppet show. Okay, I kind of like that. Um, so we're getting views of Big Bird and Mr. Hooper. And well, is it for kids or is it for adults? Well, there's no swearing in the song. There's nothing objectionable. So I could see it being for either. So it's on like the Family Channel. Could be on a family channel. Sound yeah. like TBS. TBS. Now nah, bringing the funny. But I think it could also be like uh, because of the punk rhythm to me, kind of speaks to an older crowd. Maybe like if it were on Sesame Street, it would have like a more of a sing along sort of vibe. That's fair. Right. That's fair. So maybe this is like a, a Attack the Block. Have you ever seen Attack the Block? I think so. That's the one with the like the big like ape monsters yeah, that the, glow in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, great. Yeah. With uh, Finn in it. Yeah, uh, Finn from Adventure Time. Yeah, Finn Finn Wolfhard from Adventure Time. <laughs> John Boyega. John Boyega. Thank you. Couldn't remember his name for some reason. Um, yeah, because that's all about the neighborhood. They're defending the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So this is like a, like well, so so it's like a narrow street. So it's like a bunch of townhomes. It's, oh, it takes place on like the Full House, San there Diego. There it is. There, it's like it's like a Full House horror. Full if for full, full House horror movie. Full Full House colon. When the dead <laughs> when the dead come back. <laughs> Even fuller. <laughs> uh yeah no it's about danny tanner's dead wife no we just did this one did we we just did the house on the ancient burial oh yeah that's right yeah we're not supposed to be making up something new right this is supposed to be something that exists oh something that exists that we're scoring oh okay um my mistake what's what's something that has like neighborhood in the actual name mr rogers narrow streets neighborhood that's neighborhood Instead of like the piano tinklings, narrow streets. I kind of love that for Mr. Yeah, Rogers. Fred Rogers comes in and like take, takes his like fucking work coat off, and instead of a vest, he puts on like a, a leather vest with oh, a bunch of like patches on it. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Or what about if it's on the new uh, the Daniel Tiger show? Isn't there a Daniel, Daniel Tiger show? Neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, that could be fun since you know that way you could actually adapt it. We wouldn't have to just paste it over Mr. Rogers. <laughs> we could like you know actually work it in. Or maybe it could be the theme song to Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. That yeah. could be fun. Well, then it would then Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood would lose all connection to Mr. Rogers because the only thing that's in it is Daniel Tiger who was a puppet but is not the same way as he was in Rogers and it has the beautiful day in the neighborhood song. Oh, it does. So, so yeah, if we took out the beautiful day in the neighborhood, that's like an updated version of the. It would be no longer you know. Sometimes you have to kill the past mm. in order to create the future. Although I don't want to kill Mr. Rogers, though. He's un- I have horrible news for you, Evan. <laughs> yeah, but was he murdered? I thought he was. Was he murdered in cold blood? <laughs> By who? I-, I thought someone ran a car through his front door and then backed up and no one ever found out who did it. Oh. Isn't that how Mr. Rogers died? Fucking mystery. Fucking Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> 
he in Pittsburgh? Hey, he lived in Pittsburgh. He's a Pittsburgh man. Yeah, he ran a trolley, a, a, uh, the, what's the fucking tramway or whatever that fucking funicular carriage that goes up oh, and down. Oh yeah, I don't know what it is. He ran that over. Why? Why would you build your house on the tracks, <laughs> Mister Rogers? Why? You fool. The funicular. Funicular. Isn't it called a funicular? Funiculi, funicula, funiculi, funicula. <laughs> That's the way yeah, you, you do it when, when you play, play the Great Escape. Hey. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, <laughs> the new theme song is The Grape Escape. Great. <laughs> so we've gotten down to the bottom of it. I hope we answered your question, Wheel. <laughs> now it's time to take an email. Oh, man. What if it scored a commercial for um, housing development? That's not bad. Yeah. Move in here. Narrow God. streets. It's free real estate. It's two and a half minute commercial. It's in my pocket. Uh, Now's the time when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our putrid little piss ants. Here's an email from our friend. Perfect little pumpkins. Pumpkins. Our friend Team New. Hey, Team New. Team New. Uh, It says, Saker and Evan, Evan and Saker. Here we are. Wanted to say thanks for reading my four-star review during Golden Boy. (laughs) Just listened to that episode and it made my heart flutter and confirmed I wasn't an AFib or some other unwanted palpitation. I recently uh, discovered no the butterfly, no butterfly heart. <laughs> I recently discovered the one and a half times button on podcasts and have been able to listen to more episodes of yours recently. You read my review during Golden Boy, but I wrote it after your maroon wrap up. Wow. I'm listening to Watching the Northern Lights now and can't help but feel slightly responsible for your continual references to absolutely and pedanticism. <laughs> With the understanding that you're months ahead, uh, months and albums ahead of where I am, I wanted to apologize. Oh no, if, Saker, you bullied him into it. If I could go back in time and rewrite my review, well, I wouldn't. Though instead of four stars, I might give it 4.2. Because if I could time travel, I wouldn't change anything. As Nebula and Hulk have taught us, going into the past is the future, thus making the future the past. Mm. Our timeline is already set, and anything done in the past will not change our reality. So, (laughs) another thanks for a fun cast. I'd given up on the BNL boys after Steve left, since they're just not the same band. Rather than PPE versus PPE, I think of them as Bare Naked Ladies versus Bare Naked Ladies. Rock Spectacle is my absolute favorite album, and while I listen to the Bare Necks, I just can't get or stay into them. Since the strict rules of your cast require a question, uh-huh. if you were alone in a dark cabin with only one ma- one match, a lamp, a fireplace, and a candle to choose from, which would you light first? May the shorts be with you, Team New. Wait, so we've got a candle, a fireplace, a match, and ourselves? You're in a dark cabin with one match and a lamp, a fireplace, and a candle. Which would you light first? You kind of have to light the candle, don't you? I think you have to light the match in order to light anything. I know. It's a trick question, but, like, I assumed that we would light the match. Okay. I would light myself on fire. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I would wanna... light up my own fucking life is what <laughs> I would do. <laughs> a follow-up to my follow-up. Here's a second email. Okay. <laughs> I wrote my last email before finishing watching Northern Lights. Just got to the hour and 10 minute mark where you told me to go fuck myself. Oh, no. <laughs> you piece of shit, Saker. <laughs> I take back what I said in the first email and keep my review at four instead of 4.2. Take that. <laughs> I love that he was writing an email while listening to the episode where I told him to go fuck himself. Um, so, uh, hey, Team New, I'm sorry. How about this? How about what? We're in a cabin. No, th- the question was answered. Oh, we're done? I guess. I mean, we've, we've said multiple times, they don't have to be bare naked ladies related <laughs> questions. I guess you're we've right. We've broken into Ed's summer cabin. Uh-huh. We've got a match. Okay, now you're relating it to bare naked ladies. Burn the whole fucking place. Well, who, who else's cabin are we going to break into? I, I don't own a cabin. Do you own a cabin? Jeff Bezos? Jeff Bezos. <laughs> we talk about him a lot. The buzzy Bezos. <laughs> hey, you like jazz. Oh, fucking Jeff Bezos. God, his cabin would so, be so fucking... Oh, it's a, it's three houses. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a cabin. Yeah, it's like a fucking rocket ship. Probably. Oh, it's like one of those fucking, you know, those drills that just slowly drill into the earth. <laughs> into the earth. <laughs> yeah. He's fracking. He's got to be a fucking super villain, right? His fucking cabin is like Howl's Moving Castle. He yeah, can run around yeah, and yeah. frack wherever Why he wants. Why not? Sure. What's the point of having billions of dollars if you can't do it on, if you can't fully fucking super villain it, right? Buddy, that's what I've said for years. Well, I hope I answered your question, Team New. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a terrible, terrible question. And no, what a hey, terrible... it's a great question. No, he should go fuck himself. Hey, stop it. <laughs> Sorry. Team New, thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> and we're done. Ebo, you can find us on Twitter at Ben Done Pod. Find us on Facebook. It's all been done. American Ladies Podcast. Leave us a review. Five stars, please. On iTunes, you can join the Discord and talk with us in there. We got a lot of fun friends and happy things to do. 
got all sorts of activities for you out in the Discord. <laughs> you like play word jumbles? We got them. You want to oh. do some connect connect dots? I got them. Oh, I got them. I got them. I got the color. You the things where it doesn't look like a picture, but you color it in. And Will it you post like a dog some word space. jumbles? I got, I got you got the mazes. We got the mazes to do. You can fill the mazes all the way in the beginning to end. We got the crosswords. We got the cross stitch. We got the, the we got the luck crossovers. Cross. We got the we got La Familia. We got Gramelia. We got Tony Two Tone making the jokes. We got it all, folks. Here it comes on the IBD Podcasting Network. That's right. We're taking over the Orange Groves. They're no longer we're the best. They're the ones we doing wrong. We used to be on the IBD Podcasting Network, and then we got fired. <laughs> Who knows we're, why we haven't gotten fired you, from Orange Groves? It's us. Yeah, we're actually dropping all of our shows. Really, just you and Squanch Monsters. <laughs> Um, oh, we should man. be on the Squash Monsters Podcasting Network. Yeah, man. Oh, hey, if they them. pay our hosting fees, I'll be anyone's oh, podcast. I miss you, Squanchy. I'm fucking parlor podcast. What do you think they're up to nowadays? Squanch Monsters? Yeah. Hmm. Or just IBD podcast? No, Network. just Squanch Monsters. This is like when you go on, like when you run across like an old friend from high school on like someone else's extended <laughs> you really friend, want to friend catch page. Catch up with them, yeah. And you're like, huh? Hmm. You used to bully me in high school. Should I friend you? <laughs> I don't know. You seem okay now. Uh, Ev, I'm loading it up. Uh, they have. Uh, last episode they updated was in April, and before that it was in December. I think they've basically like fucking stopped, uh, which is a bummer. Well, April isn't that long ago. It's only May right now. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But so a month ago. Yeah, but then there was like four months. Hey, before they're updating. That. They're updating faster than the fucking oh, shows on the Orange Grove. <laughs> <laughs> Um, or I should call it the IABD presents the Orange Grove Podcasting Network. You know, when I searched for Squanch Monsters, the Columbus, Ohio podcaster meetup came up. Did you know there was a Columbus, Ohio podcaster meetup? Why would I know that? Because we need to go to it, bud. Why? So that we can flaunt our best podcast of uh, 2017. <laughs> the award, the award that your son smashed. <laughs> the award that my son smashed and I glued back together. There it is. Stronger than ever. Signed oh. by Stevie P. Signed by Stevie P. What a good good thing what that, a good to have thing. in our lives. What a small thing. <laughs> what a silly thing. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that, I guess. <laughs> That's that. What are I'm you plugging this week, that's bud? That's that, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> um, let's, 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 let's. Is there a point where I was thinking like sticky things, right? Yeah. But like, so like glue is sticky, right? I'm following. St- tape is sticky. They stick things together, but like weld, like when you weld something together, weld you're, isn't you're, sticky. It is because you're you're sticking two things together with it, right? Mm. But it's like liquid metal that you're putting in between the two things. I see what you're saying. So, is it sticky? Yes. Okay. I suppose weld is sticky. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, I mean, you wouldn't put it on like your hands or anything. You got me there. You I got sold weld me. I got weld over my hands, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you would have bigger problems. I, I don't think you'd tell anyone that you have weld on your hands because you would be dying. <laughs> I don't think it would kill you. It wouldn't melt you straight down to the bone. I don't I mean to break this to you, but like if your hand, your finger was melted straight down to the bone, that isn't like an instant. It's like a permadeath right there. That's not going to kill you right away. Really? I mean. I know you keep your heart in your fingers, uh, like, like a fucking Harry Potter wizard Horcrux. I, I guess I would cauterize your wound too. So you just have like a sweet skeleton bone sticking. Sweet skeleton bone. Wop wop wop. All right, uh, Ebo, I'm gonna plug the It's All Been Done presents podcast network. Are they still a network? Yeah, apparently. How many shows they got? Uh, do you want me to see here? Let's see. Uh, podcasts, four shows. It's all been done Radio Hour, Dirty Story Night, It's All Been Tracked Before, and Quarterly Book Club. Okay, so they're all the, they kept the podcasts as they do. Yes, all their own podcasts. And you know what? Uh, the head of the IABD Podcast Network still retweets my tweet announcing our new episode every week. Good for him. I mean, he seemed like a genuinely good person. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I wish only the best for Dirty Story Night. <laughs> Me too. I hope that It's All Been Tracked Before hits the highs that that you've always dreamed of it's all been done podcasting network get her done and have some fun that's what i always say that's That's my that's the iabd model we work hard we play hard we work hard and we We eat cards (laughs) hard we eat carbs (laughs) oh man you want to you want to come out to gramelia with me and my family after this wouldn't mind it i'm saker i'm evan and we'll see you again in one week one week